Thank you for joining me today on Good News with Twanda Black, where we're discovering some of the most inspiring trials to triumph stories and empowerment moments. Call up a friend and let them know it's time for some good news. Hello and welcome to Good News. I'm Twanda Black, your host. And we talk with folks from all walks of life about their life and their good news, which ultimately is our good news, right? All right, sit back, relax, and enjoy this next guest. Joining me today, singer-songwriter Sandra Busby out of South Carolina. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, uh, some of our audience may or may not know you, but you are all over the place. This is my first time meeting you, so it's good to meet you. Um, first of all, tell us a little bit about how you got started in music. Well, long story short, I actually started singing and I was like, knee high, I can say, to a grasshopper um, in the church choirs back and forth. And then I got older and decided I wanted to do R&B. And I even dibbled in that a little bit, but God had a different plan because it never worked. And so <laughs> here we are, I went in 2017 being chastised. I mean, I was going through one thing after the other. And finally, I knew I needed to sit down and say, God, what is it that you want me to do? Because you're yeah. tugging on me. And so he told me, I want you to sing. Now, I didn't understand. I am singing, I do sing in the choir, but he said, you're not, you're singing for glory and praise. You're not doing it for me. Mm -hmm. And there's a huge difference. You know, you can get up there and sing and sound like Tamla and do the notes just like Yolanda. But if you're not singing so that God gets the glory, it's in vain. Because mm -hmm. all they're doing is patting you on your back. And I realized mm -hmm. that I was stealing God's glory. And I said, well, God, if you intend for me to do this further, I need you to show me. And that's exactly what he did. He gave me confirmation, changed my whole stage presence. And I was there at my aunt's funeral when he did it, singing when God's spirit showed up and I did something completely different. Wow. And so 2017, I decided to go ahead with it and seek God's purpose, seek God's purpose, seek God's purpose <laughs> only. Because <laughs> I was done being whipped. <laughs> you had to get that whooping, weren't you? <laughs> I was tired of that one. Because when I was a kid, my mom used to say, oh my gosh, she thought I was so bad. And she would, I would get a beating must be like, every day God sent it. You go back and do the same thing. And at some point, I grew up, and I guess I got tired of those weapons. But it's nothing like God's weapons. Right. I was done. I was Ooh. two through. I was, okay, oh, okay. Light bulbs on. I get it. That's right. So, so who are your musical influences? Even when you were, you know, doing R&B or, or blues or whatever, who, who are your musical influences? Deborah Hart was my go-to. I loved her. I love Escape. Um, I love um, the Eve. And so I was kind of in between both spectrums of between rap and R&B. Mm, 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 mm. So when the Lord said, all right now, Time out for playing. Time out for the foolishness. <laughs> and he he said, this is what I want you to do. Where did you pull from as far as how you were developing as a gospel artist? Because you have been doing other things. It was life. Now, granted, don't get me wrong. Um, I was trying to do secular before I committed to him completely. 
And then when it doesn't work out, I just drop all together. But then when I found Christ, then I was thinking, well, you know, you can't do that. So that, that ends that right there. And I never saw myself having a career in gospel. It was being prophesied since I was a kid, but I just never, I never saw it. I never saw it happening. Mm -hmm. um, but let me tell you, in my bio, I said that I was chased with God's chastisement. I understand now why, even from my childhood, my adolescent years, my teen years, and early adult years, why I endured like I did, because now I pull from deep within. I pull from those trials, all those tears, and the heartaches, and the disloyalty, and everything that I, that I endured, mm -hmm. and I pull from that now when I sing. I promise you, when I get up there, it's not about, oh, look at me, listen what it sounds like, how I sound, but I'm gonna minister to you because I'm ministering to me. Because sometimes you don't know who needs to hear it. And if I get one amen, then I know that I've done my job. Somebody has been delivered. So the question asked, where do I pull? I pull from deep within. Mm -hmm. It's not a, a person that I'm looking at. It's always me, just I, I want you to feel just as liberated as I am. And then sometimes I'm up there and I'm going through myself. That's right. But when I get through with the words and I'm listening, sometimes you have to remind yourself and pat yourself on the back. And so when I'm there, I'm like, Lord, just lead me. When I open up my mouth, let them hear you and you only. Yes, yes. Yeah. You know, that is the thing about being any kind of minister of the gospel, whether it's music or word. Um, you can get up and be in your worst moment in life. And then the word ministers to you. And it's such a blessing when that happens. It really is. It really, really is. So your new, your latest song is, I think, We Need Your Presence. Is that your latest? That's one of them. It's an entire album. Oh, okay. The single okay. that's been being pushed the most lately. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So talk about the album. We Need Your Presence is the title of the album. And every single song's title is the song itself. They say, never judge a book by its cover, but judge those titles by its cover. We Need Your Presence itself was written prior to the pandemic. Mm -hmm. I was in my kitchen, in my pot of peas, and I was going through, at the moment, I was going through. <laughs> and I said, God, I need your presence. I need you right here with me right now. Mm -hmm. And I know when you come, your presence is gonna also bring your glory. And in your glory, I'll find the deliverance that I'm looking for now. I'll find the, the, the healing that I need. I'll find everything that I need, that great anointing, as long as you're here with me and with that song immediately i began to write amen yeah, rest of the songs in the album I, re I redid a couple of my favorite hymns nothing but the blood i surrender all and blessed assurance yes all those three songs became golden to me before i was like mm, you know <laughs> first sunday communion what well, can't wash away my soul and then you know <laughs> i surrender all and um it was, there's a difference between surrendering and repentance. Yeah, yeah. I learned it the hard way. Repentance, yeah, you repent, but you gotta be willing to fully surrender yourself to God's will, or you're gonna get whipped. That's right. Like I did. I, well, I was saved and in God's will and everything, I was obedient, been baptized, but I hadn't completely surrendered. I didn't wanna do the things like he wanted me to. So our surrender all became an also theme and oh my goodness. One of my favorites. You know, my mom talks about those hymns and and I recognize it now as I've gotten older, but those were the hymns that brought us through. 
You yes, can, they were. I, I don't care what you're going through. And you can like rap, you can like, you know, contemporary Christian, you can like this, you know, everything that's out there now, but give me a hymn sometimes. I, sometimes I need that hymn, you know? Especially it's, when you understand the words, it. that's it. That's it. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Yes, yes. There's nothing you can do about it. That's right, that's right. So I, so I went on and decided to tell God, you know, oftentimes we get greedy. I want, I want, give me, give me, don't do blah, blah. You're begging, I'm sorry, you're begging. But how often do we sit and tell God, thank you for what he's already done, yeah. you know? Praise him, let him know, you know, you've been good to me. You've done this, mm -hmm. you've done that. And that's enough to stop him on and just thank him for what he's already done. And that brought along, brought along the song, you've been good to me. And then I told him, I just want to worship you just because of who you are. Yeah. You know, don't give me anything right now. I don't want to ask you for anything. I just want to worship you because you're Jehovah Jireh all along. And so that entire album is a mixture. It's a mixture genre of traditional just a little bit of quartet, got that that holding this apostolic yeah, feel to yeah. it, and it's all soulful <laughs> and spiritual. So when you listen to the album, you're gonna hear me. Genuinely, you're going to hear me. You know what you hear on that album, and you see me in person. That's exactly you're gonna get that and then some because I'm in person. I'm okay. not worried about the time and the, and the, and the general the manager saying, hey. You know that the uh what's his name engineer saying slow down pick up slow down do it again recap <laughs> blah 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 you know <laughs> i don't have headphones on <laughs> so in person you're gonna get all of me you're gonna get all that sandra has to pour out you know god is good yeah he, he is and I, I was talking to you before we got started and you know you have three kids so i'm wondering i know how it was for me you know in in this industry and raising children it was difficult sometimes i didn't have a sitter sometimes i had to take them to work with me and they're pulling on my leg while i'm up with the mic you know uh it, it, it's been an interesting journey but three kids and and how do you because you're everywhere and i say this all the time every time i look up i see you somewhere um so how do you manage that and being a mom and uh, a singer, I'm not sure if you're a wife. Are you a wife as well? Wife as well. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> How do you manage that? <laughs> Tell the truth and shame the devil, girl. Tell the truth. Honestly, it's just like you said. Sometimes I went to the studio and my kids were right there on the other side of the room. I go in and I have to threaten the little one. Don't let me have to come out this room. I don't want any noise, you know. And so, you know, I get a little Medea sometimes. It's yes, true. Yes. I can't say to my kids like, Mom, do you really mean to try me and see? Mm -hmm. But you better take heed. So sometimes they're right there with me. Sometimes I have to leave them. And just like you say, sometimes you don't have a sitter. You know, and I don't I don't I don't expect anybody to have to take on my responsibilities, not even my very own mother. You know, she has a life. She's grandma, yeah. but she's not mama. Right, and right. I, I understand that. And so sometimes they have to go with me, they have to sit over here or stay here or do that, or y'all go down the hall and let me do this. And I'm up two, three, four o'clock in the morning sometimes posting and trying to contact radio stations. And I just I make the time, it's almost like I don't have enough time in the day. But somehow God prevails and pulled me through. You know, my husband says, gosh, you know, it's three o'clock in the morning. You're just coming to bed. I'm like, yep, but I had to do this and I had to do that. Sometimes I said, Lord, give me strength. 
you know, so, and my daughter, she's away at school, and sometimes she needs me over where she is. She's about two hours away from me. I gotta pick up and still be mama. Mm-hmm. So it's all about balance. Where I get the balance from, I don't know, because like I told you earlier, I'm really not an organized person. I'm last <laughs> minute with everything that I do. <laughs> but for some reason, I guess I can operate in that pressure. It makes me get it done and get it done now. I'm always like, now, now, now. So it's just, guys, I have no one no one answer for you. It's just that I have to take it one moment at a time and tell myself, you know, you got to do this, you, know, you got to do that, do this, do this, do that, write it out, think about it, think about it, say it like this, do it like that. And I'm just, whew. Yeah. Some days I have to sit back and say, you know what, I'm not even thinking today. Yeah. Don't ask yeah. me to answer because I don't know it. Y'all do whatever you got to do, just leave me be. <laughs> I, I don't know, you know. <laughs> My, my husband just looks at me and like, not to <laughs> I, I call I call those mental health breaks. I, yeah. I, I when I was when I had my job and I was working seven days a week sometimes, and I would call my boss and say, "Hey, I'm taking a mental health day." He say, "Okay, I understand. You got to take them sometimes. You have to. Oh my goodness, because definitely not enough time in the day. But I see that God is giving you grace." So he's giving you grace for manager manager schedule right now. But at some point, you're going to have to make some decisions and cut some stuff out. <laughs> yeah, that's right. My cousin was like, look, you need an assistant. You have to do something. I'm like, "Yeah, are you going to pay for her? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, at some point, I'm going to have to, um, you're right, make just that, that sacrificial decision because it can be very overwhelming. Oh, yeah. For you know, sure. When your body begins to speak to you and you have this headache out of nowhere, you start to feel dragged. I try to work out as much as I can to keep myself going, but at some point the body says, Mm-mm. Enough. That, that, Enough. That's it, you know. Either you sit down and rest or I will. Yes, so I'll take sit you I'm gonna get my rest. <laughs> you know, if you get up, you get up. If you don't, you don't, but I'm gonna get it. Right. <laughs> and you know, and right. I don't wanna be hard head, so yeah. I will have to. So now, where did you have time to write a book in all of this? Uh, understanding life and its challenges. Uh, when did you have time to write a book? And then you got to tell us about the book. I wrote the book back in 2007, um, around that realm. Mm-hmm. And um, again, that book came to me just as the album did. The book is not a memoir. Understanding Life in the Challenge is not a memoir. I like to let people know it's not a memoir. But it is, I call it a historical event of life that all of us have endured. If I haven't endured it, either myself or someone that I know, or you or someone that you know have endured the same exact trial. Why? Because we're all one under the sun. And that's why we don't have the room. We shouldn't have the audacity to judge each other. You know, if it's not in my family, it's probably in yours, and we're all—it's going or it's going to happen. There was That's a pastor true. I knew that passed late, that passed earlier uh, last year, and he said, "This is a take turn world. If it's not my turn today, it will be it tomorrow." So we walking around here on cloud fifty-five, looking down on other people, and you don't know what your tomorrow will hold. You know, That's right. That's my right. sister is doing this and doing that. You don't know what your sister is doing, so don't you know? Keep your mouth up, pray for her. You know, as I pray for you, because tomorrow you may find that your sister hangs with mine. Mm-hmm. So we, we we never know. Um, and that's all the book is about. I, I'm te- I'm trying to remind each other, not teach. I'm trying to remind us that in life there are obstacles. 
and there's a reason for every season. There is a purpose for all that we endure. So my motto is find your purpose, pursue it, and the rest will follow. If we just walk in God's purpose, if we constantly seek him, you don't even have time to be in somebody else's business, first of all, because you're too busy seeking God for his purpose for your life and what it is that you're supposed to do that that may benefit not only your life, but someone else's too. And so I use common stories. I use common ideals. None of it is real, but it's just that real. I've had people that didn't know me that bought a book, walk up to me later and say, you know what, chapter five? <laughs> it was almost like you were in my household. Mm. You know, I have a, a chapter called, what society thinks about you and what do you and society think about you? And then let's talk marriage. And the stories that I'm put in that let's talk marriage chapter, they're like, like, somebody called you and told you what was going on. I'm like, no, that's just how real it is. Yeah. That's just yeah. how we're all going through the same things, you know? So the book just says, Understand life and its challenges because challenges, as we know, will occur. So let's yeah. understand. You can't go forward in the future without you understanding your past. You got to understand why you endured your season because if you don't understand the purpose for that season, you're going to repeat it. Absolutely. Over and over. Over mm-hmm. and over. You're going to mm-hmm. repeat it. Mm-hmm. That is the truth. Now, uh, I know you got a busy coming into summer schedule. I saw your schedule and, uh, I said, well, praise God, you know, you're, you're being nominated for awards and you're staying busy. Um, tell folks how they can, you know, check your schedule and see where you are. And it is not just in South Carolina. You're all over the place. All over the place. Yeah. You guys can follow me on Facebook the best you can. <laughs> Instagram and Twitter. Uh, just find my name, Sandra, S-O-N-D-R-A-B-U-S-B-Y. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. Um, yes, I do have a good big going. I have some nominations going on, including a Praise Factors Award for Lucia Pope. Yes. And, um, SMG Awards with uh, Stephanie McDonald in North Carolina. And I'm going to be on that show as well. And I'm going to be with Lil Roy Revelations in May. And so good. I'm going to program with Dr. McKenzie here in South Carolina in Maysville on Mary McLeod Bethune. And I just got on and showcased, well, kind of showcased the choir event in Orangeburg for Mother's Day where Ty Tribute and Kelante Gavin we're going to be there sharing the same stage and God is just an awesome God in the hot. I have more coming up just to name a few but just follow me on Facebook and then you guys will be able to follow me. That is fantastic and, and they can find your book on your website as well? On Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com and Xavier's. Okay. All right. It's understanding life and its challenges Sandra, not Sandra, Sandra with an O. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> Look, my name get mispronounced all the time, so I understand. <laughs> Look, thank you so much for joining us, and I hope to see you in September, or I'll probably see you in June or July. Everything is coming to Atlanta in those two months, so hopefully you will pop in here somewhere and I'll get a chance to meet you in person. But thank you so much for joining us and sharing with us a little bit of your life. All right. Your good news. Thank you. And thank you for having me. I really do appreciate the opportunity. My pleasure. Oh, she was just a delight. To be the guest on the show, you can email me at twandablack at thepgnetwork.org or goodnews at thepgnetwork.org. Watch the show via PGN TV and on all your digital streaming apps 
or visit us at pgntv.org. Hey, we'll see you next time with some good news. God bless you.